0: Hey everybody, welcome back to Negro Please Radio, I'm your host Chris Allen, how's everybody doing? Glad to be back, uh, as usual off the top, I want to take the time out to thank each and every last one of you for tuning in, downloading, streaming, however you watch, I appreciate it Um, I guess streaming, because this, really, this ain't live, so I guess it's not streaming, but I guess if you don't download it and you watch it on YouTube, that is tech- that is streaming So I don't know why I decided to delve deeper into that, but welcome back everybody um. Yeah, I'm 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 hungry, man. So I might be a little pissed off today. I'm I'm fucking starving, uh, man. Uh, you know, before we get in, let me just go ahead and just uh just you know my normal intro. Um, yeah. So I appreciate everybody listening. Uh, I am seeing again another little uptick in numbers. Not a lot. I'm talking two, three, four, fives. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Keep telling your friends, share it, tell an enemy coworker, tell somebody about the podcast. Hey, look, the CDC said if you're fully vaccinated, you don't even need to wear a mask anymore. Okay. You don't need to wear a mask. So that, 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 that guy you've been seeing at the gym, the lady you've been seeing at the gym, the lady you've been seeing somewhere that uh, you guys have been making eye contact over the last year, actually probably not the last year. I would say the last uh, five or six months at the gym or uh, the grocery store, you know, but you're like, dang, I can't see the rest of her face. And she's like, damn, I can't see the rest of his face or vice versa. However you, you, however, you, you know, whoever you're looking at, you're about to, you're about to do the unveiling. This is like, uh, what's that show that used to come on back in the day where they do like the big, um, the big house, the big renovation. What was that? What show was that? Where they would like buy people who made like uh, $15,000 a year. And uh, they would give them this house and uh, do all these upgrades and go, there you go. Here's a $400,000 house on a $15,000 a year salary. And plus uh, you got to pay the property taxes on it. But uh, here you go. Your uh, your garage has a, a jacuzzi. Um, damn, I can't think of it is it makeover? Or, uh, makeover Extreme or some shit like that? Something like that. I don't know. But that's what it's going to be like, man. You're unveiling the rest of your face to this person you've been staring at for the last six months. Now, for a lot of y'all, it's going to not go well. Uh, A lot of people, you got a great upper half of your face. You got great eyes. Your eyebrows look great. You know, fellas, whoever you are, you look cool in your mask. You look mysterious. And then you take it off. And then it's just a complete shit show from the rest. You got a bad nose. Your lip is dry. You know, you got a snag tooth up there. A tooth you hate. <laughs> it's gonna be interesting, man. Seeing the rest of people's faces again. Um, it is creepy, man. It's it's creepy. I, I see some people talking shit like, "Hey, man, your smile doesn't. It doesn't. Uh, it doesn't make who you are the rest of your face." Look, man, it's an animalistic thing. When you really, when you can't see people's facial expressions, it'll throw you off. If you can't tell if somebody is happy or upset. It's it's just a primal thing. It's a, get a lizard brain. You want to stay away from teeth, and you, you that's the indicator. Like, is this motherfucker's teeth showing? And that they are showing. I want to know how they're showing their teeth. Are they smiling, or are they fucking like uh, growling? Smile, hey, what's up? Growl, I need to get away. So stop with your bullshit, okay? God damn. You, you need to see the rest of people's faces. I had somebody run up on me after a show and it freaked the, it freaked me out because he came up on me pretty quickly. And I was just like, I don't know if this, and I jumped back. He's like, Jesus, relax. I'm like, dude, I can't see the rest of your face. I was like, you could have been mad at some shit I said and wanted to yell at me after this show. He's like, no, man, I, I I want to say great job. I go, oh, okay, I, appreci- <laughs> I appreciate it. But you just scared the shit out of me because I didn't know your intent. So that's that i'm excited it's gonna be weird man it's gonna be weird uh i just i just got my second shot and i will tell you that shit was not fun but i digress let me talk about my milestone uh for those who don't know we have an eight-year-old son his name is miles and i like to talk about the different things that he's into sometimes it's big sometimes it's small sometimes it's, it's much nothing uh i've been talking about the last couple of weeks he's really been into minecraft which is cool because before he was just like you know just he will put a shit ton of you know uh, chickens out or he will make a bunch of little wolves and 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 just have all these wolves around and they will just follow him around. But now, dude, he is into building shit. I mean, he's built this little transportation system as he calls it. He has a delivery system as he calls it. He's even because uh, if you, I'm pretty sure you know about the game and how it works. But you got to mine a bunch of different resources and stuff. And Cobblestone is one. And he created this little, uh, it's like a little weird trough that has, uh, is it trough or trough? I think it's trough. Is it a trough? Trough. F. Trough. I'm tripping. Um, it has, which is weird. I don't even know how you would get this shit uh, in it, but you got to suspend your disbelief. But uh, it has water and lava in it. And whenever he puts another water in there, uh, it hits the lava and it creates cobblestone. He goes, "Hey, look, Dad! I made this cobblestone generator, so I don't have to mine cobblestone anymore." And I gotta say, I'm impressed. I'm I'm impressed. He's he's being smart. He's making stuff that makes the stuff that he has to mine. He goes, hey, "I don't want enough to go into mine and get this stuff." He was like, "I just want I just figure out machines uh, or these little gadgets I can build that can make that stuff for me, so I don't have to go underground." <laughs> I was like, "That's smart, man." Why, why work harder when you can work smarter? So shout out to him. Uh, you know, as another thing with him, with his ADHD, I um, And look, as a parent, it's just you have this uh, innate thing in you when you when you see a kid that they're, they're doing their homework or they're supposed to be focused on something. And there's other stuff going on in the background. Your first instinct is, hey, man, turn the TV off. This is outdated, but turn the radio off. He, he doesn't really like listening to music at this point. He's just into his games and stuff. But, you know, we all have had it happen as as, as teens or, you know, just, hey, turn the music off, turn the TV off, get off the phone. You're distracted. You got to focus on your book report or whatever it is you're doing. But I noticed with him and I guess with a lot of people with ADHD and myself, and that's the thing about this kind of stuff, man. It's just like there. I, I see so much in him. Uh, I see so much of myself in him. Uh, let me digress again just a little bit. And I'll get back to my main point of him being uh, just kind of inundated with all these things going on. But um, like he'll watch the same Bob's Burgers episode over and over if if we let him. And I'm like, man, why does he do this? I don't want to watch as much as I love the show. I'm like, I don't want to watch this shit again for the fifth time today. But I have to keep reminding myself, Chris, you do the same shit like today. I've been listening to Nipsey Hussle's Hustle and Motivate all day today. One song. I've probably listened to this song. If I'm not not exaggerating at all, uh, at least 25 times today, just on repeat over and over and over again. And I'm like, see, this is the, you you do the same shit. He, (laughs) yeah, yeah. he is you, and you are him. It's like you can't be mad at this guy, at this this guy, at this at your boy for being like you. You have to be patient. I do encourage him, like, hey, buddy, I think we've seen this episode what three times. Let's let's, let's watch something else. But like, just being frustrated or getting angry, that I that can't happen, you know. And I would say before the pandemic, it it would be kind of frustrating, but uh, you know, just being busy and trying to hustle and do all these shows and stuff and being gone a lot i will admit man i just i didn't know my son as well as i should have and that bothers me to say like i thought i was doing okay but when you stay home for a year you realize how much you how much you're gone and what you're missing and uh, i got to know him a lot over the last year some change and it's it's, it's changed our relationship you know I know he's only eight people, but it it starts early, man. If you want to have a good relationship with your kid, man, it it starts early. Because if you can't make it through those weird teenage years, I'm guessing it's going to be pretty hard uh, unless they come to some epiphany and realize like, hey, I might have been a little, you know, uh, weird when I was 14. I was going through this when they can finally like uh, articulate how they were feeling. But that, you know, who knows what can happen in that in that time frame, even if you guys get to a point where. You know, God forbid, something happens, you never get to have that conversation, and and you know, you uh, you know, uh, it just—I uh, don't even want to go down that route mentally, but you know what I'm saying? It's just, you, no, nothing is promised to any of us as far as time on this earth. So, um, it's just about building strong relationships and, and, and trying to do it as an early at an early age. But I digress, and to say like, just watching him work. Well, what I had to really realize is like I had to go against that natural parent instinct to go, hey, turn all that stuff off and focus on your work. And uh, I listened to this woman give a TED talk about ADHD and I and it, and it hit home for me as well. Like uh, I, I always forget the wording of it. But for some reason, like when we're for people whose minds work like we do, I don't want to say I have a condition or I have this thing. I I, I don't. But for people who have minds like we do, you kind of can focus in chaos. You know, there's something about all the stuff that's going on in the background where you go, God damn it. This is this is a lot. I need to really focus here. And it helps you hone in on what you're doing. But when there is nothing going on on the back in, in your mind, you just hear your inner monologue jumping from A to Z, you know, about all these different things you got going on. But for me, like if I got the TV on, I got some, I got a podcast going in one ear, you know, uh, I might be tweeting some shit. I I might be filling out some stuff on, you know, uh, writing, trying to write some jokes or also doing something on the internet. I'm like, man, I'm doing so much stuff and he, he's the same way. And I'm like, and I might've talked about this before. I'm like, he can obviously multitask. That's obviously something that, uh, he's comfortable with. And I'm like, you know what? I am not going to hinder that he's eight i'm going to let him figure that shit out so by the time he's 18 21 he's uh, he's mastered it he knows that he hey i can do four things you know and as he gets more mature he, he, more mature he'll realize like hey i need to kind of like uh narrow this down but i can multitask because i i found myself uh towards the end of my career, especially when I, uh, when I switched career fields in, in, uh, the military, man, these jobs became way more taxing, way more things going on. You know, when I was a radar a maintenance dude, it's just like, I had one, I didn't have a, I didn't have my own computer. You know, uh, I wasn't high rank enough, you know, only like the NCOs and officers had a computer, but you know, you, we did have like communal desks where you could check your email. But when I got into Intel, man, um, one place I worked we had two screens so this is like okay that's you know hey a little different. I got to another place uh we had four my last job we had three and uh some jobs you know I, I got uh, a Merck chat up with like 15 different chats. I'm, I'm watching airspace over here. I'm talking to these pilots on this thing i'm you know i'm watching this chat for clearance for this i'm i'm watching this chat for uh, am i getting instructions from the people we're working with to uh have our guys move over here i mean also you, you got to update a log you got to you, you're checking work emails you sometimes you had to do all that stuff and and cut videos for stuff for the for the next shift so i mean these jobs became way more demanding way more multitask oriented you know uh, my last job, what I was doing, you know, it obviously was classified. I can't really go into what it was specifically, but to update the, the, uh, database I was working with, I mean, I work with at least seven or eight different websites at once. I mean, so many tabs open. I'm getting information from this website. I got to get a piece of piece of information from that, from this website. I got to log on to this thing to get images from this thing. I'm downloading stuff. I'm also you know checking other email to make sure I don't have other taskers it it was it, it was a lot, you know and i I'm not an older dude, but I, for me, I'm not the most computer savvy person you can tell by how uh I upload my shit i don't I don't edit any of this stuff. I don't have any effects i just <laughs> I, I don't do it. I'm not that computer literate man uh I, I'm at that age where like um i was i want to say probably two years. Uh, out of like learning compute, like truly learning computers in high school and using them uh, on a regular basis. Like we took type, we had typing classes, but uh, right when I was when I was in high school, they were just starting to bring computers into like day to day use. And I went to a good private school, obviously not the best because we only had a couple computers, but uh, I went to a pretty good school, man. And and it was still, uh, you know, uh, somewhat foreign to have computers in class. It was just like how fast can you type? You say, "Hey, well, shit I did this in 88 words a minute," you know, shit like that. But uh man, it's just um man, this this has been a long uh <laughs> This has been a long uh, milestone. But uh it's just this is awesome to see him multitasking, it's awesome to see him building things and really learning to create. He really wants to be engineer type coder thing and and it's really cool to see him starting to build more complex things and and doing research like how can i make this thing do something that i want and then seeing how he puts all the pieces together is just amazing man um so um yeah so that's the milestone uh, i know that was kind of all over the place but uh that's what i want to talk about man as far as that uh i have a confession to make <laughs> you're probably gonna laugh at me but one of my favorite all-time reality shows is back on air i didn't get to watch it last night or uh I was just uh, I was too busy. But the hills is back, baby. It is back. I predicted this. This is what I'm happy about. I said this years ago with my wife. I was like, I bet you in 10, 15 years when everybody's like in their late 30s or maybe 40s. I was like, they're going to bring the show back. And guess what, baby? It's back. (laughs) This is how it looked. All right people shit on reality shows i remember in the early 2000s when everybody was watching these shows uh you know like flavor of love and all these these love type um game shows the the, um ray j all that kind i was i used to watch that man i i got into that and the hills is the show that did it for me because i used to absolutely hate reality shows um with the passion my wife and i we lived in 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 Colorado Springs and I remember in our little townhouse man I would hear that that uh Hill's theme song come on and I would go uh oh, why are you watching these rich white boring chicks that do nothing and I would just sit in our kitchen because uh, I was like I don't even want to be in the in the room I, I was like I, I I can't I would just actually you know I would leave at first I'm like I'm going upstairs I don't even want to see this shit right and i would go upstairs and i would hear her watching the show like oh my god this that and the third and then slowly but surely over the over time i would come downstairs i would i would eat in the kitchen like i don't know why you watching that shit this shit's stupid next thing you know i'm in the living i'm in the dining room i can i'm away from it but now i can at least see it and i'm like why are you watching this they ain't doing nothing All they doing is going to lunch and all this kind of stuff and going out to eat and, you know, partying, they ain't doing nothing. And then a couple more weeks I'm sitting on the couch watching this shit. I'm asking questions. I'm fully engaged in the show. I fell in love with the Hills. it, It got so bad. I got so addicted to the show. Um, that I went to blo- to uh I'm gonna say Blockbuster. I went to Best Buy. Actually, I'm getting ahead of myself. My wife got upset with me because I was asking way too many questions, like who's uh <laughs> who's this person, where they come from, how they get on the show, uh, what what who are these people? I started just she was just like, you gotta catch up. So I was just like, all right, fine, let me catch up. So I go to Best Buy and I go buy the entire DVD collection. And I was like so embarrassed. I go, hey, my wife likes this show, The Hills. I'm trying to find it, you know, the DVDs. So I went and and got all caught up. And what made me get caught up is because Kristen Cavallari showed up. And I was like, "Who who is she? They're treating her like shit. I don't know anything about her. And my wife was just like, she's from Laguna Beach. And I was just like, what's that? She goes, well, that's how the whole show started. I went back to Best Buy and bought the Laguna Beach Series and caught up on everything. So I'm excited to see what happened with Spencer and Heidi and Lauren and uh, Kristen Cavallari. We know she got divorced from uh, your boy from the the, uh, Bears. I knew that shit wasn't going to last. But I'm excited, man. (laughs) I might start another podcast just to talk about the Hills' new beginning. I think that would be interesting. I'll be the only black dude with a fucking Hills New Beginning podcast. But, um, yeah, uh, I saw this, and I'll get out of here. You know I got to talk shit. I, you, th- you, you think I'm not going to bring up shit like this hmm? before I get out of here? I saw this uh, video on, on Twitter of this dude uh, getting knocked out at a, at a, at a uh, Padres game. And uh, I don't even know who the other team was, but I think he was the only Padres fan. So it, he wasn't at his home stadium. He just walks up to this dude, and knocks him out. And just the comments on Twitter, and there were over 200 and, on the comment. And I'm like, let me just see. You got these white dudes. And then after he knocked him out, a bunch of people jumped on him, like and basically a brawl ensues, ensues. And I'm like, let me just see the comments. And it was just like, damn, he got knocked out. Damn, these Padre fans don't fuck around. It's just like, well, hey, that guy must have been talking shit. And I'm, and I'm like, see, this right here, if if this was black people fighting at a game, it would have been the first comment would have been like, This is why they are this way, and you can't go to a game anymore. It's not even safe. See, this is what happens. Biden's America, the violence, the this, that, and the third. Man, I get these comments, and it's just, just the assumption that this guy. Knock this other guy out. It's, it's in the right. Damn, the Padres fans don't fuck around. Obviously, the guy was talking shit. Night night, you got knocked the fuck out. Funny memes. And I and I would say this is probably 80% of the comments. 20% was just like, hey, this guy's a piece of shit. That guy's a piece of shit. The fact that they were and there were the other, I would say 10% of that was um, this guy's a piece of shit. And The other 10% was about, uh, hey, what's the context of this? But it it was just very interesting to see just the assumption that this guy was in the right, that he did nothing really wrong, that he was just defending himself, and the other guy was talking shit and like, hey, this is how baseball fans are. These fans are real. These guys don't fuck around. It's just crazy to see how, like, People look at the violence when it's their own group but if it if if it was one of us, it would be a completely different story and how we're ruining America's pastime and you can't bring your kids to the to the stadium anymore and it's so unsafe. Uh it's just funny, man. <laughs> it's just crazy. Yep, I had to, I had to bring it up. I had to bring it up. And people, for the love of God, can we can we save some gas for other people? Jesus Christ, you see people filling up like 500,000 gallon, big ass containers, filling up multiple gasoline jugs. And of course, people are going to tell hey, you don't know what they have at home. But again, you see motherfuckers that look like me doing that shit. It's being selfish. You don't ask what we have going on at home. It's about being selfish and probably trying to get over on other people. So with that being said, there's a show. That's the show. I'm Chris Allen. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter, all social media at Chris Allen Comedy, A-L-A-N. I'm out. Peace. Have a good weekend.